Well, hello everyone and welcome to another message for Akron Alliance Fellowship Church in Akron, Ohio. The message date January the 9th, 2022. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Melvin Gaines. Uh, I pray that this particular message hits home where it needs to. Uh, when it comes to another new beginning, it's a continuation of the new beginning series um, for the last three messages, uh, including this one. Pray that it really does hit home where it needs to. And I just thank you again for joining me. Uh, let's go ahead and look to the Lord with a word of prayer and we'll get started. Father, we thank you for your loving kindness and your presence. And Lord, we have many needs and they, they become, sometimes they hit us fast and furious. And yet you are there to meet each and every one of them. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for your ongoing care, uh, kindness, mercy, and forgiveness, of course, when it's needed. And your understanding for where we are at any given moment. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and what you continue to do. We give you praise and thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. There have been a number of years, especially as a young child, where I looked forward to the end of the year because of Thanksgiving and Christmas, and for good reason. Uh, it was a, more than just the food and the gift-giving that took place. Um, after having a busy schedule uh, when it came to schoolwork or everything else that was going on, it was time to slow down a little, and it was a time to enjoy uh, the time at home with my parents, uh, my brother, as we hunkered down for the holiday season. Now, as I got older, this took on a slightly different spin uh, with marriage, with children, with visiting relatives, whether they were, you were going to their house or whether, whether they were coming over to your house. But it was still all about anticipating the end of the year and getting ready to celebrate the coming of the new year. And then something happens to alter normalcy. In the last couple of years, we were altered by the pandemic. Thanksgiving was not supposed to be a big get-together, and neither was Christmas. Just about all of us stayed home. It became more complicated as people got sick and were quarantined, and under the worst of circumstances, we are all too familiar with spending time with loved ones for one moment, and in the next moment, they are no longer here. Each of us has had moments like this where our worst fears become evident. And there is a long adjustment process that we must go through during these moments of transition. We already know that the special days with loved ones who move on will be marked now all over the calendar from here on out. And there will be moments of emotional speed bumps. Life has a series of transitions, and these are challenges that lead to new beginnings. Your new beginning involves the aspect of change. The change can be gradual and anticipated or very sudden and unexpected. In either case, your experience is still a new beginning. This message is about developing your ability to deal with the many changes that you will experience throughout your lifetime. 
with the recognition that not everyone handles change in the same way, or even very well, there are valuable lessons that are embedded within these experiences. It's up to each of us to recognize them. This does not mean that you will not have moments where you will scuffle emotionally, and even moments when you will scuffle with Jesus himself. Because if you do have a relationship with him, you will definitely be involved in a number of deep dive discussions with him. After asking why and the how come questions, your challenge is to allow, is to allow God to comfort you as you navigate through the change. He desires to have a deeper relationship with each one of us, and that is under all circumstances. It's not just the good moments, but also the hardest ones, including the moments when we're grieving. Change leads to a new beginning, a new phase of life, a new place in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to do my best here to present information to support facts that the more you rely upon God's perspective through these changes, the more that you will feel his supernatural presence in the midst of the change and the extraordinary ability to successfully navigate through these changes with the guidance, strength, and support of the Holy Spirit. So what does this mean for those of us who have a difficult time with change? It's one thing to be completely surprised and caught off guard with a situation, and it's another to see it coming, but our responses can be strikingly similar in both instances. Whether you know something is coming or not, we are to draw upon the peace and comfort of Almighty God as we meet these challenges. I'm going to cover four fundamental points of change. Two of them are obvious to each of us, while the last two are dependent upon the response of the individual. Now, before exploring these, let's consider Solomon's words in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. Change is indeed rooted within the passage of time. Turn your Bibles and electronic devices to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and let's take a look at verses 1 through 8. And I'll be looking at it from the Christian Standard Bible. But please follow along in your version. Ecclesiastes 3, verses 1 through 8. There is an occasion for everything and a time for every activity under heaven. A time to give birth and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing. A time to search and a time to count as lost. A time to keep and a time to throw away. 
a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Think about those things as we move forward here. Here are the fundamentals about change. Number one, change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. Number two, change is necessary. Change is necessary. Number three, change is perspective-driven. Change is perspective-driven. And number four, change is an opportunity. Change is an opportunity. Let's go to the first one. Change is inevitable. Without change, nothing else happens. From the time of God's creation, his creation of the world, through the passage of time to the world we see today, the world has indeed changed. Psalm 102, verse 25 in the Christian Standard Bible Version says, Long ago you established the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. So from this, we can infer and pretty much imply that God is the author and orchestrator of all change. He's the one that does it. Turn your Bibles to James chapter 1, verse 17. James 1, verse 17. James 1, 17. This is the English Standard Version. Every generous act and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. While things change around us, our Heavenly Father does not change. He evokes change, but he himself does not change. And that should be very comforting to us. From your own perspective, you've changed physically from the time you were born, through your stages of childhood into adulthood. You've acquired knowledge as a preschooler, through kindergarten, through elementary school and high school, and through your job or your profession. All of this involved change. Even most importantly, all of these changes had to occur to make you into the person that you are today. The next verse we read here that shows the wisdom and value of seeking knowledge speaks for itself. Please turn to Proverbs chapter 18. Proverbs 18, verse 15. Proverbs 18, verse 15. This is from the English Standard Version. An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Let me read that again. An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Knowledge is very important. Next, change 
is necessary. Change is necessary. When you're young, you needed to grow in knowledge and learn about life in order to survive and function well. Many achievements over time are based upon performance. Of course, our jobs are based upon how well we perform year after year. And this performance requires focus and effort in the short and the long term. Note the biblical truths that convey this very message, especially when it comes to your growth as a believer in Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 13.11 in the English Standard Version says, When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. There had to be a change. Growing up is a requirement if you plan to be successful. And growing in your relationship with Jesus Christ is absolutely necessary in your spiritual growth. When change occurs, your growth and maturity will equip you with the ability to trust and rely upon the Holy Spirit with confidence. And especially when change occurs. Change does lead to a new beginning, but it can be, more often than not, very uncomfortable. Amen. Very uncomfortable. The new beginning may indeed be uncomfortable and put you in a place of unfamiliarity. The unfamiliarity of the situation can lead to discomfort. When we are used to being in places of comfort and familiarity, change can be very difficult. And when you couple it with loss or grief, it can be extremely difficult. The way to address this is to meet Jesus in this situation. If you call on him, he will meet you where you are. And that's a big amen. That's what we need. Ask him to provide you with all the comfort care that you need in these moments of change. He will help you with the new beginning as you seek him in prayer. Seek him in prayer for direction, for peace in our discomfort, and most importantly, trusting him in the results through faith. Trust him. I don't want to give the impression of glossing over this at all. The words here reflect truth for each of us who have experienced grief and mourning. It is the experience of God's peace at difficult times that brings you through to a new beginning. Thomas Fuller, an English theologian, said, It's always darkest just before the day dawneth. And there's some truth to that, especially when it comes to our emotional outlook. Your new beginning after change relies upon faith in Jesus Christ and reliance upon his daily presence. Please take a look at Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. Hebrews 11 verses 1 and 2. 
I'll be reading from the Christian Standard Bible Version. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. And verse 2. For by this our ancestors were approved. Here's another passage. Romans 4. Please go to Romans 4, verses 20 through 24. Romans 4, verses 20 through 24. Again, the CSB version. Verse 20, Romans 4. He, being Abraham did not waver in unbelief at God's promise, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God because he was fully convinced that what God had promised, he was also able to do. Verse 22, Therefore it was credited to him for righteousness. Now it was credited to him for, was not written for Abraham alone, but also for us. It will be credited to us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. Please go to that. Philippians 4, verses 6 through 8. This will be the New International Version. Starting at verse 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Then verse 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Now, we've all seen this passage before. We've read it many, many times, but it really deserves a very slow read to recognize the goodness that comes directly from God in those moments when you feel anxious or you want to be anxious about something and where your focus should be as God brings you peace. And drop down in Philippians 4 to verse 19 to recognize this truth as well too. Philippians 4, 19. And my God will supply all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. What a wonderful God we serve. Amen. We have to live according to faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, we, For we live by faith, not by sight. Because we can't see the future. We can't see those moments that haven't come yet. God knows about them. And it is by faith that we live and look to him as we go through these moments, these new beginnings, these changes that take place. 
Now let's look at where change, where the, whether it is positive or negative, is all about your perspective. The new beginning that comes with change is inevitable, indeed, but how you process the change sets an important tone as you move forward. If you are unable to reconcile with the reality of change and its inevitability, you may get stuck in the moment without seeing the blessings that occur during and after the change. Yeah, there are blessings that are taking place. You may not recognize them, but they are indeed there. I can't stress enough that in moments where change is taking place and there is movement from one situation or circumstance to the next one, the believer in Jesus Christ must continually seek God in the process beyond the mere change to receive the full effects and the benefits of God's presence in the midst of the development. The full effects and benefits of God's presence. Ask God to show you in the midst of change what he wants you to see and see in this change instead of focusing only on your own perspective. Let him show you his perspective. Please go to Psalm 145, verses 18 and 19. Psalm 145, verses 18 and 19. This is from the English Standard Version. Psalm 145, verses 18 and 19. Verse 18, the Lord is near to all who call on him. To all who call on him in truth. Verse 19, he fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. Please go to Romans 8, 28. Romans 8, 28. Again, another familiar verse, and yet extremely important in this particular lesson. Romans 8, 28. This is the Christian Standard Bible version. We know that all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Now, let's talk about that passage a little bit. Our maturity in faith should take us to the place where we understand that the good referenced in Romans 8.28 does not mean enjoyable or anything like that. It has more of a meaning of contentment or the ultimate good. As you draw near to Jesus, stay close and remain in him. It's worth mentioning this because we don't want anyone to misunderstand what good really represents here. Our responsibility in the change we experience is to remain loyal and faithful to God and he will make known his presence in all things. Notice I said all things. It's all in your perspective, but he's there and he will do it. Take a look at what Micah 6, 8 says. Go to Micah chapter 6, 
verse 8. And understand that in order for us to see God in his fullness, there are some things that we do need to do to make sure that those conditions are ripe for that. And that's to give God our full attention. Micah 6, verse 8. This is the Christian Center Bible version. Mankind, he has told each of you what is good and what it is the Lord requires of you. To act justly, to love faithfulness, and to walk humbly with your God. I like that. Act justly, love faithfulness, and to walk humbly with your God. Amen. That's how you can see his fullness. To recap, we acknowledge that change is inevitable, it's necessary, and it is perspective-driven. Now let's explore the opportunity that is in the midst of change. With change and a new beginning, the opportunity presents itself to see things from a new perspective that you would not have observed without the change. And this includes how you see others that are also part of the change that you're experiencing. Let's think about that for a moment. You're going to see things from a new perspective that would not have occurred without the change. And it's also having, have an impact on those that are closest to you as well, too, as you're going through it. This can lead to greater personal insight about yourself who you are, what makes you tick, and the opportunities for discussion as to how God has been in the midst of everything that has occurred. In Acts chapter 8, Philip listened to the direction of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and spoke to the Ethiopian about the scriptures he was reading as to their meaning and he was able to use the opportunity of that moment to lead the Ethiopian to Jesus Christ. Let's take a look at a couple of passages in that particular book. Acts 8, verse 29. Go to Acts 8, verse 29. And let's take a look at this. Now, for, to read the entire context of Acts chapter 8, you're welcome to go back and look at all of Acts chapter 8 because there was a lot of activity described in that chapter. Not just the eunuch, but other areas as well, too. And Philip was involved in that as well, too. But let's look at Acts 8.29, CSB version. The Spirit told Philip, go and join that chariot. And then drop down to verses 35 through 39. Acts 8, verses 35 through 39. And then it says in verse 35... Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus, beginning with that scripture. As they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, look, there's water. What would keep me from being baptized? So he ordered the chariot to stop, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he, and he baptized him. When they came up out of the water... The Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him any longer, but went on his way rejoicing. Now, the key points here are not just the conversion itself, 
but how Philip was listening to the Spirit and his availability to follow the Spirit's direction. Listening to the Spirit. Don't miss the importance of hearing the Spirit speak to you during change. It may not necessarily lead to converting someone to Christ, but it does mean that God will show you how to be a better person and a faithful witness for Jesus Christ. Your greatest attributes will shine before others as you remain faithful to God. Your words of encouragement, your words of affirmation will be well-received and it will lay the groundwork for opportunities to witness and testify about Jesus, both in the short and the long term. This is why we as believers need to be ready for those moments. They can happen at any time and they can happen at any time no matter what we're going through. And even in those moments when we go through dramatic change. Please go to 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 15 and 16. 1 Peter 3, verses 15 and 16. First Peter 3, verse 15. But this is from the NIV version. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. Now, the focus here is on verse 15, obviously, being ready to speak and give a reason for the hope that you have in Christ. To summarize, this change is constant and inevitable, and it can be good or not very good for the person who's going through it. However, it is not to be feared or dreaded. It leads to a new beginning. As the Lord remains present in your life, you are to move forward in your new beginning after change with confidence of his goodness, his peace, and his grace. You can feel it. You'll know it when you experience it. Your perspective of change goes a long way in your ability to manage it. And it starts with seeing the change through God's perspective. If you trust in him completely, he will show you where you need to go and provide you with what you need to grow, learn, and endure the experience. He will also show you how you can be a positive testimony for him before others. A new beginning after change awaits you. Live in the moment in his loving presence. Amen. Father, we thank you for your teaching and we thank you especially for your comfort during very, very difficult times. 
Lord, there are many days that are indeed are not easy to get through, and yet you help us to endure and get through them. Lord, we often speak the phrase, one day at a time. And for some of us, it's one half a day at a time, one hour at a time, a few minutes at a time, because that's how it feels. And yet you meet us where we are and when we need it. We just thank you for being present. We thank you for friends and family members who love us and share their love because that is encouraging indeed. And we know that encouragement also comes from you. We thank you, Lord, for how you speak to us, how you hold us, how you help us get from one place to the next. And Lord, we know it's hard sometimes, but we thank you for your presence nonetheless. We thank you for that greater good that you give to us. Help us to continue to endure. Help us to call on you when we need you. Help us to recognize your presence and seek after you when we can't quite find you. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for your encouragement. And we thank you for your truth. Your word is truth. Help us to rely upon your word more and more each day. Lord, as we encounter change and new beginnings, give us strength, encourage us, bring us peace. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I pray that you really do see the Spirit working in your life as you go through change and encounter another new beginning. This new year is indeed a new beginning, and for some of us it may not be very positive. But even in that, God is still good, and God can get you through it. Thanks, everyone. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time.